given the full lineage of Greg at PAX, <laughs> it is complete. It's like Third well, Strike. You know, it's Third Strike. I'm, I'm starting to there see that. There was the smoke machine issue that they had. There was an excessive amount of alcohol, which apparently is not allowed. Pouring beer into kids' mouths. Yeah, I was apparently there they were like, whoa, whoa, he was whoa, like, whoa, am whoa. I not allowed to do that? And they're like, he you're asked, not allowed to have beer here. So, let alone pouring funny <laughs> the beer into people's mouths. Funny thing, like, oh, okay. funny thing about your reputation preceding you. Uh, at kind of funny, we went to you guys went to RTX Sydney with us two years ago. Yeah, Greg and Tim did. Yeah, yeah Greg and Tim did, and uh, did yeah. an awesome panel to close out RTX Sydney. I was in the audience; it was an awesome panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, then <laughs> we come back this year, go to do a, our panel in that same room, and uh, they're like, "Oh no, there's no uh, there's no alcohol." And we're like, "What?" what? He goes, "Yeah, you guys are banned from ha- ever having beer on stage again." Yeah, I'm like, "What did we do?" And they're like, "Greg Miller." And I'm like, "Yeah, uh huh." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Part, yeah. Part he of, spit and mm-hmm. threw beer all over the entire stage, and mm-hmm. then rolled around in it, and it was like a, it was like a young Iggy Pop. Now it's a perfect way of saying it. Yeah. Um, uh, to be fair, he burned that bridge to the ground, but out of the fire, out of the ash of that, came one of the best profile pictures I've ever seen in my entire life, where it's him pouring beer and it's all good, the kids, all the kids' lights are behind him. Yeah. It looks like WWE. So while we're not allowed out into that country ever again, <laughs> we do have one amazing Google yeah, search. One great keepsake. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kind of Funny Morning Show. Yeah. It's Friday, it is April 27th, and that doesn't matter. Two things do matter. One, it is Infinity War weekend. We are going to not spoil anything on the show today, but we will probably give some of our impressions if you haven't watched the MCU in review already. We're, over, we're resoundingly positive about it, but we will not spoil anything. But two, and more importantly, Jeff Ramsey is in town, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. And he's kind enough to stop by the show today. I heard he was in town, and I was like, yo, man, what's going on? What's up? Yeah, he's coming to do the show with me on Monday, but he was here for a panel, and then last minute you were like, I'm not, it's stupid to fly back and forth. Well, yeah, because I, 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 def- I flew in Tuesday night for a Wednesday panel. Mm-hmm. No, that's not right. Wednesday night for a Thursday panel. That's probably right. Wednesday night for a Thursday panel. Sounds right. And then I have to be here Monday again to film with you. Yeah. It would just be dumb to go back to, Stupid. to Texas. Stupid. Now, we're filming some fun stuff next week together. Uh, we can't quite talk about it yet, but we will. We're just going to wet your taste buds with it a little bit. It might, it might involve us shirtless. Or not. No, it won't. No? Not at all? Not even a little. Not, in, not at all. Well, we won't be shirtless. Jeff might be shirtless. He's got cool tattoos. I have body dysmorphia. Um, <laughs> if you didn't know, yeah, I really do. If you didn't know, such a strapping lad. Well, you know, I used to be super overweight, and in my brain, I'm always a fat kid. Always. Everyone, every I have mirrors everywhere. Which my wife goes for a person who likes looking at himself so much. You sure do hate your body, and it's weird. It's weird to say, but that's the case. I would argue that you're in a better position having been, a, who will always be fat in the head. Mm-hmm. I was super, super skinny in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I was the same height, six foot tall. I weigh about 180. Okay. 186, maybe, okay. right now. Yeah. Uh, in high school, I weighed like 117. Oh my God. They used to call me the Auschwitz refugee. Which Jesus. At the time, I didn't realize how insulting that different, is. Different time. Different time. Different time. It was the then. 80s and the 90s. Yeah, no it one was knew. A different world. No one knew. And uh, we didn't now know. that's horrifying. Yeah. Uh, I will forever be that skinny in my head. So in my head, I'm a skinny dude all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll go. What the fuck? Yeah, what, what happened? What happened? No, I mean, I have, I work with certain people who <laughs> shall not be named, who have confided in me the exact same thing. Tim was like, hey, I used to be super skinny. My metabolism was dope. I could drink three Cokes a day, mm. not matter. And he's like, and now I just, it's yeah. gone. It's gone. So I, on one level, I do feel good about that. But on the other level, I will always be a horrible, hideous monster <laughs> underneath the shirt. Uh, but what's weird about it is there's two parts of, of, of me that make up Nick Scarpino. Okay. One is this incredibly insecure uh, ex-fat kid who will always be a fat kid. The other is this supremely overconfident Way more confident for my height, like <laughs> personality, and they both clash to make this this human being that you see in front of you. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of the fun factor comes in. It's like when you have jocks and nerds together and you make them do PE. Only hilarity will ensue from that, right? <laughs> you know, that's where it is. If you guys did not know, we do this show uh, every weekday, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Jeff will be back with us on Monday, so I guarantee you, you're probably already enjoying this as much as I am. It's just going to be more shenanigans continued there. If you guys cannot watch this on Twitch, if you can't be in the chat, if you can't be a subscriber via Amazon Prime, that's your daily reminder. Uh, guess what? We're going to put this up on YouTube probably very quickly. Uh, so if you're watching, if you just got off of work in the UK and it's not GMT time because it's something called BST time or some shit like that right there, Bullshit breakfast standard time. time or whatever, 
bullshit stereotypes is what Kevin said. Well, guess what? Happy dinner. Uh, leave a comment if you're watching this and let us know if you have insecurities about your body. And you know, we'll all take our shirts off together and rub each other's chests. Uh, okay, Kevin. Before we get into some news and more shenanigans, uh, today's episode of the Kind of Funny Morning Show is brought to you by Hims, a wellness brand for men. We're going to get to that a little, uh, little later when we give away a game. Um, but for right now, it's housekeeping time. Housekeeping, you want me to jerk you off? <laughs> That's right. Now, the well, thing Tommy with, boy? Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about it. There's no, nothing screams hey, follow us more than a 20-year-old reference. Yeah. You yeah. know, to a movie that probably a lot of people have never seen and never oh. intended to see. Starring a guy who may have been dead longer than some of the people watching this have been a while. Most likely. Yep. Most likely. I don't know. I can't remember when Farley died, but it had to have been, like, early 2000s? Early, yeah, like 2000, 2001, yeah. somewhere there. Yeah. Unfortunate. A lot of people say, uh, taken before his time. A lot of people say, don't forget Black Sheep. You know? Oh, no, man. Well, Mo- most of Black Sheep is a, is a, is a really good film. I <laughs> think... There's this. I will stand by the fact that Tommy Boy's great. Black Sheep's whatever. Beverly Hills Ninja is an underrated <laughs> film. It is underrated, <laughs> and you guys are sleeping on it just like you've slept on all of the Pauly Shore hits that I recommended <laughs> for you throughout the years, largely in the Army Now and Encino Man. His mom just died. I know. Yeah. I know. That's actually really like. It's weird because a lot of people don't know who she is. But the more I've read so many comedy biographies, and the common thread is she the comedy store in Mitzi Shore. Vastly, yeah, uh, responsible for a lot of careers. A lot of yeah. careers. It's fucking weird. It's weird to think that because of her, like she might be one of the most influential people but in But sadly, comedy. she's gonna be remembered for one career. <laughs> She'll be remembered for the one career she couldn't stop, which was Polly Shore's <laughs> career. And Polly Shore's still going right now, by the way. Yeah, still does stuff, still hosting stuff at the store and still on tour. And if you can see, if he's coming to a local town near you, go to an IHOP instead. No. I'd love to see Pauly. I'm stage. sure it's he's a, the hey the he's guy the didn't weasel, get famous man. for no reason. He's the weasel. Yeah, that's apparently uh, that's a thing. But no, yeah, still, do you think he still does that? I don't know if he still does it or not, but uh, I hope so. Yeah, because I like to believe that my childhood was a lot happier than it was, and that was a good portion of it. <laughs> so, he was a large part of that era. Yeah, I mean, you, you we were contemporaries. We're, we're yes. the same age. Um, so you remember how big he was back then? Huge. He was just it. He for a owned while. MTV. He really did. Yeah. And then the world, at, at sort of like a storm or a fire, decided to self-correct it. it decided to self-correct and just burned him to the fucking ground. <laughs> they were like, "We're done." Jury duty was the final straw. Pretty harsh self-correcting going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it is right there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's housekeeping time. Uh, before we get into the news, it's someone's birthday. And, uh, and I forgot about this birthday, and I am, uh, you know, today when I walked in, I totally forgot about this birthday, and I am, uh, I would like to apologize to this human being. He's very special in my life, near and dear. I, I consider him a friend. I don't know uh, if he would, but, uh, but, but yesterday, it was uh, Channing Tatum's birthday. Magic so we'd like, to, we'd like to wish Channing Tatum a very happy birthday. Everyone, 38 years young. 38 years young. God damn, he's my age and that's what he looks like? I know. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Google Channing Tatum. Wait, Nick, are you 38? Yeah, I'm 38 now. I thought you were 37. No, bro. I think I'm 37 too sometimes, but my wife likes to correct me and say you're you're getting closer to 40. And, and it's fine. sadly, just announced he and uh, his beautiful wife, Jenna Dewan, are separating. Split yeah. Splitting. So he's on the market. There it is. If you're uh, if you're looking for a well past his prime uh, dancey little dude, he is. Uh, how dare you, sir? First and secondly, he still has abs. So there you go. He can still dance and he can still put it to it. Everyone, tweet at Channing Tatum. Happy birthday from the kind of funny community. Um, thankfully, that's the only birthday we have to worry about today. Wait, wait, um, wait. Some people in the chat are saying it's Greg's birthday. Cool, Greg. Cool, Greg. How old's Cool, Greg? No, oh, you mean no, Greg no. Miller? Yeah, I think so. It's not his birthday, is it? Like- Cool, Greg, is it Greg Miller's birthday? Can you ask Greg if it's his birthday today? Thank you. Thank you. Surely not. There's nothing better than taking a joke that you know people aren't enjoying and yeah. just beating it just into the fucking, fucking ground. Yeah. Just relentless. Just destroy it. Uh, other housekeeping news, kind of funny prom. The days are numbered to get that early bird special. Tickets are going hot. It's going to be a great event. We're knee deep in planning. Are you going to be there? I prom- I'm going to do my best to be there. And I promoted your prom yesterday on stage at, to a bunch Fantastic. of advertising executives. Love it. So. Love it. Uh, well, right now, early bird tickets until you have three more days to take advantage of this offer. And then the tickets skyrocket to $70. So please, if you guys are thinking about coming to prom, get yourself a ticket right now. 
I promise you it's going to be a fun party. It's going to be a fun weekend of events. You've got other stuff we haven't announced that's happening as well. So it's going to be super duper cool. Uh, other than that, what else do we have for housekeeping? Oh, right, of course. Uh, Patreon fan mail for April if you are coming to prom or if you just want us to ask someone out for you. We are making promposal videos. They don't have to be prom, by the way. If you have a girl that you like and you're like, I don't know how to ask this girl out and you honestly in your brain think the best way to do that is to have some other guy ask her out on your behalf, well, guess what? I could be that guy for you. I will gladly be that guy unless she's underage, in which case, <laughs> legally, I cannot be that guy. Okay, so let's keep it on the up and up, people. Let's keep Uncle Nick out of jail. Um, you guys work hard for your for your for your audience. We really for your do. best friends. We really do, and uh, it's commendable. Listen, if I have to go to jail, it, it better be for a really good. Okay, let's walk away from that. A uh, couple updates on the store. No updates. Everything's still marked as sold out. They're figuring it out. Don't worry about that. Um, switch, switch, switching, switching warehouses. Yes, we're doing. Yeah, yeah we've, they're switching warehouses. Uh, so the the idea behind it being. It will help them get you your goods faster and more promptly and better. Minor, minor short-term inconvenience for, for a, a long-term long game. game. There it is. In theory. There it is. That's what I was trying to get to, but Jeff so eloquently puts it better. Uh, oh, that's not. Okay. Oh, right. Lastly, we saw Avengers Infinity War last night. We did our review. We rounded out the MCU in review. I don't want to spoil where this movie ranked for us, but... I will say this, the first five minutes is spoiler free. You can probably skip to the end and see where we ranked it if you want, but do not watch this if you have not seen the movie because we spent about five minutes and then we break and have to spoil the shit out of it. So be careful with that, but definitely watch it on Monday. Uh, the way this is gonna go down, by the way, if you guys don't know, is we are going to let this ride for a week and then next week, not, sorry, the week after next, we are going to pick that back up and do all of our own personal lists. So we're going to do MCU and review in review. Go back and say these are our personal lists. We're going to talk about some of our favorite fight scenes. And then the series will continue with a new series that we have not announced yet. Um, I don't know which one it's going to be, but I'm praying uh, I'm praying that it's John Carpenter movies. Ooh. Oh, right. We also have to do uh, Deadpool. We're going to do Deadpool 2 and Solo. Those are going to be it. We're going to review those movies. But then we are going to do another series of movies. Uh, it's not gonna be John Carpenter. Why nobody wouldn't it be John about, Carpenter? Nobody cares about me or John Carpenter. What do you mean? There's only one movie. Sorry, I was thinking something else. Never mind. How dare you? Shut up, bitch. How dare you, sir? What's your favorite John you? Carpenter movie? Uh, favorite John Carpenter movie is Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's They Live for me. Fuck. The one with the, long, the, 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 the longest fight scene yeah. ever. Or in the Mouth of Madness. That's Did also he do a that? great one. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. uh, Stephen King, right? Was that a, no? It wasn't no. a Stephen King book. It was. It was. It was. He was Sutter Kane. I think was his name. Or Sutter. Who was that? That was based on a book, though, right? Mouth was it based on a book? I feel like it was based on a horror book, but I could be wrong. I want to say it was like a... I mean, it was, it was about a writer. King. That was a good fucking movie, man. It was, it was pretty The way good. that movie ends where Sam Neill walks out of the theater and everything's going Neil. nuts and you're just like, what the fuck is Neil happening? I'm going to give a shout out to Thing. The Thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm also going to give a shout out to uh, Escape from New York. All fine John Carpenter films. It doesn't say who it was written by... Just that it stars Sam Neill and uh, I feel like I want to say, but the tw the chat will let us know. Chat, let us know if I'm crazy and that was based on the book, <coughs> or if or if they just made it. Oh man, John Carpenter's From Mars was the best. Was that what it was called? I don't think that's what it was called. That, that's why I was like, well, what are you talking about? And then John Carter. No. John Carter from Mars yeah, is uh, uh, an actual good movie as well. <laughs> now John Carpenter is a uh, very famous director from the 80s that basically made B-movies that, for whatever reason, starred Kurt Russell and came out in yeah. theaters. But they're they got a, They got A-level treatment. They did get A-level treatment. Ghosts of Mars is the one you guys are thinking, yeah. you're thinking of. And that is also great because it stars uh, Natasha Henstridge and Ice Cube. There you go. And anything with Ice Cube in it gets another 10 points in my book because Cube is the best. All right. Let's go into a little bit of news, Kevin. The news. I love these. These are new. These are great. They're new, but the, the other thing is we have to put the keyer on so we go jaundice for a couple seconds before we go into it. Okay. It's and just, then come out. I don't know why. It's just that one. I'm gonna, really? I'm going to work on it. Yeah. It might just be because the greens don't match. They're the exact same image. It might. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it was compression. It doesn't matter. There. We'll figure it out. All right. Uh, top news today. Infinity War has made already made $39 million in just previews alone. This comes from The Hollywood Reporter. Disney and Amazon's Avengers earned uh, $39 million in Thursday previews at the North American box office. Uh, it, go, it went on to say, in 
Uh, let's see, sorry, I'll just read that. The best show of any superhero film in history and the fourth best preview gro gross of all time, not adjusted for inflation. Infinity Wars opening in most major territories around the globe to the U.S. release, excluding Russia and China, and could approach 500 million worldwide by the end of the Sunday. It's already earned a massive 95 million in the first two days, setting industry records in many territories. Uh, in terms of superhero fare, the, the, the Dark Knight was the previous preview champ in North America, uh, earning 30.6 million, followed by Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, 27.7. Most recently, uh, fellow Marvel <clears throat> title Black Panther devoured 25.2 million in previews on its way to a 202 million domestic opening. You they know what? I don't mean to interrupt you. Not I just want to say good for them. Fuck they took man. a big risk on making another comic book movie. We didn't know if the, Huge if the risk. world wanted it. Huge risk. And uh, yeah, they, uh, they were proven right. James Cameron himself went on record as saying, when will these stupid movies stop? stop. God damn it. When will these Avengers, when will Avengers fatigue set in? And I'm, I'm sad to say, James, if you're watching the show, it's not today. It's not today. It's not going to be today. No, there's no there's no surprise here. This movie was tracking to make well over $250 million, and I think it might actually hit that mark. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It's insane. But to be fair, they also said that this movie may have cost upwards of $400 million to make. So they got to make like... If you have to use the, I use the stupid math where I'm like, okay, if a movie costs 200 million, it's got to make at least three times that to make its money back. So at 400, it's got to make at least 1.2 billion dollars, which I think it probably will. And let me tell you, Kev, yeah, worth it, right? Oh my god, worth every penny of it. What do you think of it? What? I mean, I enjoyed. Spoiler free. I enjoyed the movie a lot. I enjoyed it. Everyone, I really, really think everyone should go watch it. I do it likes, you know, Marvel movies. Do you think there's anybody on the fence no. who's like, uh, all the other ones have been amazing, so... Uh, Maybe I'll wait for this one to come to Netflix. Yeah. No. Uh, no, there's no one either. That's the thing about these is they've, done, it's like, they've built so much into this. It's such a beautiful accomplishment that, like, you have to just go out and support it. They've really, they've really eventized the franchise, you know? They really it's have. Like, yeah, it's beyond just seeing a movie. This point. Well, it's a genius strategy because they give you these big tentpole films, and mm -hmm. then they come out and go, "Hey, we're gonna give you a little fun Ant Man and Wasp next," and you're like, "Cool, I'm ready for that." It's like having a big meal, and the next day you're like, "What a light brunch!" It's know? it's it's so brilliant what they're doing, and it's exactly what they do in comic books, which I think is so smart. Which will like take the Secret Wars as an example, or Infinity Gauntlet, or Infinity War. That was. Andy, for those Classy. of you who can't see, Andy's standing right off camera, and he's eating some sort of Nutrigrain bar, and just yeah. dropped half of it. Oh, Andy! Andy ate it off he the floor. He just dropped half of it on the floor, and they just ate it off the floor. That floor has never been cleaned. I want you to know that. He gets cleaned every week. Why don't you come on? You want to come on camera for a second? Say hello? They do, they do this thing where they have their, like, their big series of the year, like, let's say, Infinity Gauntlet. Sure. And you uh, episodes one through eight, right? These are your big movies. And then they'll say, like, at the end of Infinity Gauntlet episode two... They go, uh, tune in next month for Infinity Gauntlet 3 or follow the story in Web of Spider-Man number 92. Yeah. And then you go there and then Web of Spider-Man's like, and then go watch Ant-Man and Wasp. And, it's, and that's what they're doing with the films and it works they are, incredibly and I think well. The only that's issue, how they got all of my money when I was a kid. Uh, that's how they're getting all my money as a big giant as an adult. <laughs> man kid. Yeah, I mean seriously, like this movie, this is one of the very few superhero movies. I know it smells good, but it doesn't taste good. That's what I was talking about. Don't cinnamon. be careful because it tastes, it smells like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But yeah. I also put creamer in there. But it's actually fucking smell. I mean, can I taste a little bit? Yeah. Well, now it tastes like coffee and maybe a little bit of my butt. Oh, oh that's actually really good. That's just Thanks. candy at this point. Um, it's a, it's got a subtle hint of nuts and shit in it. So I appreciate <laughs> appreciate where your fingers in. That we didn't talk about last night. Yeah. Best part. You don't spoil me, it. You give me Kit Kats. Oh, there were. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I really wanted to talk about real quick was that the experience of the movie. Because we everyone can go watch the MCU interview if you want to hear our real thoughts on what was going on. We, we, we wax poetic on all the fun little moments between Rocket and Thor and all, this, all the great jokes. But here, there's two things that happened last night that I want to talk to you about. One, right. yeah. uh, we continued the tradition of mini candies being from me to you. Uh, they did not have Twix last night, so that joke died, but they did have mini Kit Kats. So when I got up to go to the bathroom midway through the movie, only once, uh, I did. I, I enjoyed just slamming those down onto your chest because you were sitting somewhere <clears throat> other than the row that we, we were. We were normally in. right next to each other. We were scattered, and so that's what I wanted to talk about a little today. This was my Hold first. On. I got some crumbs on your shoulder. It's quite all right. Might just be dandruff. No, it's this fine. was my first experience watching a movie completely with Paula and Kevin. Now I've never sat next to Kevin during a movie, and I've never sat next to Kevin as he sat next to Paula. And I, I can honestly say I have an absolute newfound respect. For Paula, in this situation, I hate you. Because Kevin, <laughs> in in typical Kevin fashion, it was a blast. By the way, I enjoyed watching the movie with you, Kevin, because you're like an amplifier. 
every moment that was funny was extra funny because you laughed extra okay. hard at I it. I enjoy things. And then every moment that was sad, and there are a lot of sad moments, I'm not gonna spoil them for you, Kevin gave an audible gasp to. Did he so cry So when someone all? died, he goes, <gasps> and I've, I've, I have not heard someone gasp at a movie in probably 20 years, and I heard more than enough last night. I'm glad I didn't sit next to Kevin, because when Kevin and I are next to each other in movies, his laughing makes me laugh louder. Like yeah. we, we get in sort of like some Which weird competition. Which makes me laugh even louder. It's not a competition. It's just it, it's joy. You yeah, know? exactly. It's it joy. is joy. But and I know, have so I little laugh, of that in my life. I would laugh at a joke and behind me out here, <laughs> and I just like. Uh, it's <laughs> it's good. like Kevin's I mean, loving it. There some good jokes, man. Yeah, there were some it's great a, jokes. Man. A, what a beautiful movie. Have a good show, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, how's so it how's it going so far? Best episode ever. Great, man. Honestly. When you yesterday's? He doesn't. He doesn't mean that. When do you think it's going to be done? This episode? Yeah. Uh, 40 minutes, 45 minutes from now. Cool, man. Great. That sound right? That seems like... What, you, what the fuck are you eating? Is that just a cracker? Uh, Is Bel- it just a sugar cracker? No, it's Belvita uh, Blueberry Breakfast Biscuits. Belvita? Do you? Now, this is my question Belvita, to you. the cheese company? No, with a B. With a B. Belvita. Oh, Bravo. Bel- Bravo, Tango, Echo. Yeah. That's, what, that's your breakfast today? Yeah, it's four hours of steady energy, uh, Nick. 230 calories per pack. It's packed with the uh, nutrients, natural flavors. Do you feel the energy? 18 grains of whole. Oh, no, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Exhausted. I was really tired last night. We I told Jeff to show up at 10.30 today, and he beat me to the office. I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. Cole Galleon is staying with me because mm. he's here in town. Okay. And last night, it's like, all right, time for bed. And he's like, oh, I haven't watched the new Westworld episode. So we watched Westworld. And it was like... Why, one, why are you just like... When he comes to your house... When people come to your house, do you just make them watch things they haven't seen yet? Because you made them watch Homecoming as well no, yesterday. He, no, no. So I was going to step in the shower, and I was like, you can use my PS4, watch Netflix, watch whatever. He's like, oh, I haven't watched a new Westworld. I was like, get on it, dude. What are you You're doing? Like, yeah. Get on it. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Is yeah. it good? Uh, I liked it the second time around. Yeah. I watched it finally. Are you Are you watching Westworld at all? No, I got kind of bored of it in season one, and I just never picked it back up. I'm I'll, on the fence. I'll get back to it, I'm sure. I don't know, man. So here's the deal. We, they watched it before I did, so they mm-hmm. talked about it a little bit. And granted, they spoil. I, I asked them, I was like, just tell me about the episode. Let's spoil yeah. it. We did a spoiler, like a spoiler review of it. Uh, it was him and Andrea. And so I knew what was happening, which I think actually added to the episode. Okay. I, had I not, I would have had to pause that thing 30 times to go back and be like, wait, what? who the fuck was this person? Who was really? Arnold? And why is Bernard this? And the yada, yada, yada. So I'm on the fence of like, the, I know it's a good show, but it's mm-hmm. so cerebral. It's so heady that I'm like, ah, I don't know if I really want to follow this and study this. It starts, you start to get worn out by stuff that, like entertainment that's work. Yeah. You know? And it's such a, just a, like, just a spoiled brat thing to say. Because how yeah. often are we like, when a show sucks, we're like, God, there's no good content out there. There's just too much shit. And then we're like, you get to Westworld, like, this might be the best show ever made. And it's, uh, uh, I'd rather get a burrito. Think. Uh, Merkins. <laughs> that is the one thing I, I do appreciate wow. about the season, uh, the season premiere. No Merkins, lots of dicks, though. What do you though. think about that dick? That dick? A good dick. Good dick, right? Good dick, not yeah. bad. I think, I honestly think that we've got so much... Uh, ground to make up when it comes to showing dicks on camera that we just need to start everything should have a dick in it it should like almost be a prerequisite yeah like yeah the MPAA prerequisite like there uh, there is the, like at the beginning it's like TV MA yada 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 and then it's like and the prerequisite seven seconds of dick seven seconds of dick uh, the required seven seconds of cock you know how you have like in PG movies you're allowed to say one fuck uh-huh. you should also get one dick one cock yeah, yeah just one dick one fuck one cock <laughs> just quick frame of cock just a low dick like one with the balls are kind of like offset you know they do this mm-hmm. Like the scales of justice, they're just like one's <laughs> lower than the other one. I'm just saying, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, all right, next news story. Kev, that put this on there for you. First few screens are now starting to come out of the Queen biopic. Uh, this is Remy Malik, and I don't know who that actor is. but uh, Oh, that's Remy Malik. Yeah. Well, that yeah. one, I don't know who the guy on the right is. I thought Sasha Baron Cohen was supposed to play Freddie Mercury. Did no, I think they talked about that for a while, but they cast him, and I think he, yeah. I think he's going to do it great. He's the guy from uh, Mr. Mr. Robot. And uh, this was a Brian Singer movie, but uh, Brian Singer went nuclear, yeah. so now they're uh, now it's this. But I'm very excited about this movie. I'm a big Queen fan, not nearly as big as Kevin though. Really, Qu- Kevin loves Queen. Okay, and specifically, uh, what is it? Killer, what, what's Killer, Killer, Killer Queen? Queen? Killer Queen's a great song. Loves that song. Every time I go, hey, what do you guys want to listen to? 
in the car. Yeah. Kevin's like, Killer Queen? I'm like, no. Just that one song? Just that one song on loop. No, no, no. And then he sings I to it, but Kevin's a little tone deaf. Uh-huh. Little, so he sounds a little like my deaf. grandma trying to sing Frank Sinatra, but she can't remember the words because she's completely senile. Oh. Ooh. There's another picture as well, Kev. Is there? Yeah, there was a second one. That top one, I think, was... Uh, him in concert where he looks, old. He looks the part. He does. Well, anyone who's got dark hair, those glasses, and the mustache yeah. is going to look the part. Yeah. Yeah, they also put him in the quintessential uh, uh, tank top, you know? Mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury just, you know, he never looked better. Never looked better. Uh, okay, there it is right there. Oh, yeah. Look at that, man. He really does look the part. Not... I feel like he needs to bulk up a little bit. Not too much. Just, just a little Freddie bit. had a little bit more muscle on him, that's yeah. true, but... Well, not at the end. No, wow, at the geez. end there, he uh, yeah. yeah, he kind of faded away. We don't know why. We don't know at what point of Freddie Mercury's life this picture was taken. Sure, that's, that's fair. Point. This yeah. could be his final farewell concert sure. when he decided to do opera. It is the Live Aid one. Mm. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, next new story. Two new Star Trek movies in the works. We've been reporting on these. No shit. For the last few weeks, uh, one is rumored to be the, Qu- the Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, we're not quite sure if that's happening or not. This comes from IGN right now. Per the Hollywood Reporter, Paramount CEO Jim Giannopoulos confirmed the news during CinemaCon presentation. While no new specific details about the project were shared, Paramount is once again working with Skydance on the movies. The two partnered on 2013 Star Trek Into Darkness and Beyond. It's unclear if the film will be direct sequels to Star Trek Beyond. However, according to Trek Movie, again, not a real website, one or two of those projects one of the two projects is Quentin Tarantino's R-rated uh, take on the franchise, which is currently being penned by the Revenant writer Mark L. Smith. Meanwhile, the other film could focus on Chris Hemsworth, George Kirk, the father of Chris Pine's James T. Kirk, in a story that will see the two characters cross paths. Paramount announced the project back in 2016 with writers J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay attached. However, little else has been said about the project. I don't know what I'm more excited about here. Okay. A Quentin Tarantino Star Trek, which could be just a beautiful disaster. Or the fact that they were, a long time ago, it's rumored that Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine were both auditioning for Captain Kirk. And famously, of course, Chris, Chris Pine got Chris it. Chris Pine got it. And then Chris Hemsworth was relegated <clears throat> to playing his dad in the first scene who dies uh, as, as Captain Kirk's being born. With the retconned universe, they went back and like, yeah. redid the universe with really the time cool. jump stuff. And everyone was like, R.I.P. Chris Hemsworth. No one will ever cast you now. You're just typecast as the guy that lost to Chris Pine. Chris Pine clearly going to be the bigger star. Hemsworth doing okay. Hemsworth, not too bad these Doing days. all right. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, he has, I'm not sure if you watch MCU Interview, which is the number one MCU podcast I, I, right now. I, I don't miss it. Uh, but we have a podcast within a podcast called Rank Those Abs. Mm-hmm. And Chris Hemsworth is number spots one, two, and three on the Rank Those Abs scale. <laughs> uh, he's also number one on the, uh, the biceps for triceps scale. Which is another podcast that we started last night. Yeah, uh, he, there's only one ranking, but he, he's it's on that. Number, he's he number one and only. Fucking jacked in that. I'm excited to see what they would do with this, but I'm also worried. I'm like, dude, you've got too many iconic roles. Maybe share the wealth. So here's my problem with Star Trek. Yeah, it sucks I, now. <laughs> no, well, no, and I, I'm a lifelong Star Trek fan, uh, and I've probably consumed more Star Trek than Star Wars in my life. However, there's this rich universe of creatures and races and characters and plots, but I feel like every other Star Trek movie or every other Star Trek story, I almost said Star Wars there, but yeah, I corrected I myself. I but now that. I called attention to Don't it. Don't say Star Wars because yeah. it triggers Kevin. It triggers him. Is it fucking time travel where we got to meet a, a old Spock or a young Spock or another? Like, can we not be obsessed with having to meet ourselves 40 years ago or 100 years in the future and just have a cool story about another planet where some shit's going, going down and we got to fix it? I feel like people are acclimating to the fact that you don't need everything to be in like explained in continuity mm. all the time. But I will say this. One of my all-time favorite Star Trek movies okay. is The Voyage Home, yes. which had nothing to do with fighting people, really. They, you know, at the very beginning, uh, something comes to destroy Earth, and it really just has to do with, again, sorry, it's time travel. I know you hate time travel, but it has to do with that. I don't that hate it. It's just a, it's like, it's like such an overused trope, I think. It is, but that's what I was saying. Like, I, I like that they go back, and the whole point of it is just they have to save a whale. They have to save two whales. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with, like, a war or that. It's really just about them being a fish out of water in this time, and I, I, thought, I found that very endearing. And a welcome break, considering the search for Spock was the complete opposite of that. You just, it's a classic movie because Scotty talks to a mouse. And yeah. Computer. Kirk says double dumbass. Yeah. Like it's, it's completely and they filmed some of it in my backyard. Oh really? Yeah, there's a part there's a bunch of parts in uh where they're driving, mm-hmm. where he's driving with the girl, the, the woman, I forget the actress's name. Uh and they're driving in the marina, which is where I live. 
No shit. So yeah, you can see they shot a lot of it in San Francisco, which is nice. But um, I don't know. Uh, my, my big question with Star Trek is, can they actually make another good Star Trek? Because 2009 Star Trek, when they brought it back, I thought was phenomenal. And I they was very good. have lost steam since. You didn't like the second one? The... It was okay. I, lo- I liked it because I know who Khan is. What was it called? Uh, Into Darkness. Into, Into Darkness. Yeah. I didn't like it. I feel like they. I feel like so much of it relied on the the uh, the the twist of hey, I'm actually Khan, mm-hmm. and the audience. I remember watching it in the theater, and he's like, "I'm Khan." You know, he says that in that Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. amazing British accent, and, and half the audience was like, "Who?" I know. Yeah, that, that's 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 a shame. And I thought he was great in the role, but the original was so good. Once again, like I just don't know why we had to remake that. I don't know. You know? I don't know. So good. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I stand by the fact that I honestly think that I think the Trek series is better as a TV series than it is. I think it's better as like an episodic uh, like season of television than it is as the movies because I think they can explore more and have those episodes yeah. that are just fun. Have those episodes where they're just saving a society and not fighting or having to go back in time where you have the Q continuum things like that. So I don't know. I like your ideas. Thank I'm you. I'm interested in them. Having said that, everyone should go back and watch the original six. And I just say six. I know there's like 18, but I don't count any of the ones where they started getting into first contact and shit like that. Go back and watch the first six movies. They're really good. And really then watch good. the others because those are also good. Not bad. Not bad. And watch the original show because it has a certain camp level. But it's one of my favorite things to watch when I'm traveling, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. When, I'm at, when I feel like a fish out of water when I'm in a foreign country and like I feel that like I'm a foreigner, I like to watch Star Trek. I don't know why. That's interesting. I've, I've only ever watched. I've watched almost the entirety of the, the, the original series. Mm-hmm. But only on when I travel. So every year for like a week, I'll just I'll binge them and then stop. <laughs> it's a hard stop right it's when only I get back. Three seasons, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. much. I'm almost. I think I have like three episodes left. It took me a while to get into them, though. I That's was like, one of those things hard. where, like, I ass- you assume you've seen every episode of Star Trek because it's, uh, you grew up with it, you know, playing all the time mm-hmm. in the background. But I probably haven't. I I certainly never saw them in a row. You probably have. You think so? Yeah, it's like when I when I think I haven't seen every episode of Law and Order SVU, and then one pops on, I'm like, I know that guy did it. Fuck, I've seen this episode. I've watched way too many of these episodes. This like, do you remember the Star Trek cartoon? Uh, vaguely from the yeah. 80s. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix. I actually. was so excited about it, and then every week I would tune it in to be like, oh fuck, the Star Trek cartoons on. I want to see it, and then it was the Trouble with Tribbles every week. And I th- I swear it was the only episode they ever made, and it's, they just aired it every week. You remember for the X Men cartoon? Yeah, back well, in the, the 93. Depends on which one. Yeah. Well, the the, the one that ran, I think, for like three seasons, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Every Saturday, I would tune into that thing, and every Saturday, it was the Morph episode. Morph. <laughs> I was like, this is the first fucking episode. Why do they keep yeah. showing this? Like, it's so ridiculous. Remember how hard it was to keep up with TV when you were really, a kid? Really, really hard. You didn't know. Yeah. I would miss episodes, and I, it wouldn't occur to me that I missed Saturday's episode. I'm like, I am totally lost. I'm totally lost. How did we get here? I used to, Three Stooges used to come on at 6 o'clock where I lived. So from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. every day, the Three Stooges was on. And I didn't have to be at school till like eight, but I would get up at six every morning so I could watch the Three Stooges for an hour before I go to school. Explain and that like it set set yeah. me. Yeah. And it was the thing where like if you got a bad episode or an episode that you had seen recently, you were fucked. And yeah. you're like, <sighs> I, just have to I guess maybe tomorrow will be a better day. I remember coming home from school, and I think there was like there was a show that I liked watching. I think it was a cartoon. It was probably like He-Man or Robotech or one of those cartoons mm-hmm. that I loved. And then there was the 30-minute break in, in between that. And then there was Batman, the original Adam West Batman. Sure. And I didn't like Batman because I was like, this is a bad show. But it show. was the best you had. But it was Batman. But it was Batman. So I was like, I guess I'll watch these two dudes run around in tights. But in the middle, I think it was like the Andy uh, Griffith show. And I just, I would just be like, I got to sit through that. I got nothing yeah. else to what do. Else? There's nothing I don't else. have a phone. There's no fucking internet. I just got to watch this show. Yeah. Black yeah. and white. It was your only option, and it's better than inventing fun. Yeah. What the fuck am so I you got to sit there. Not, I was not proactive as a child. Yeah. I, if I could go back, you ever think, like, what would I do? What would I, what would I try to do and tell myself if I could go back in the past and, and motivate myself? And I just think that what a little fat shit I was back then. <laughs> That I wouldn't have listened. I'd be like, dude, I'm not getting off this couch. I have everything I need right here. Yeah. I have infinite amounts of Cokes, infinite amounts of Twinkies, and Beavis and Butthead. I am not fucking leaving this couch. I think I would tell myself, I would just say, listen, I know you, you know you. know you. Yeah. We both know that none of this is going to matter. Yeah. But if you can, yeah. if you can, just mm-hmm. do 10 push-ups a day. Just a couple. Just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> just, just every day. Just try to knock out. Just do one. Just do one push-up a day every day from today until me. Yeah. Just see what happens. Just see what happens. Yeah. See if there's some tricep definition yeah. by the end of that, at the end of that rainbow road. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know. I think about that a lot. Because what I want to do is go back to my past and just yank the sodas out of my hand and be like, stop, these are the things that are yeah, killing you. Yeah. These are the ones that are causing you to be fat. And just do that. But I know myself back then. I would have been like, cool. And then the second future me was gone, past me would have been like, fuck that guy. Smoke a cigarette, drink a Coke, call it a day. God, past you was so cool. I was so fucking cool about that. Past then. Jeff would fucking hate current Jeff. Oh, God. And would just have been so embarrassed. But also past Nick would look at future Nick and be like, you figured it out. Yeah. yeah, you're still breathing. You're still fucking breathing. Yeah. You're paying your rent. You don't you're look like wildly skinny. Utter shit. Yeah, yeah. You clearly kind of figured it out somewhere along the line. Like, but I, one one thing I would tell myself though is like, if you stop smoking, you might be a little taller. And that's one thing I would be like, oh shit. It stunts your growth, Kevin. That's what they used to say. Yeah, but oh, uh, that's right. You started smoking. You're like obscenely young. I was thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Seemed like a young age, uh, but I also thought it was cool, and on some level, still think it's cool. I can't imagine thirteen-year-old Nick Scarpino. Smoking a cigarette somewhere he's not supposed to be. I smoked at my buddy Maury's house. I had a, I had a good friend of mine that we used to um, we had like carpool together. Mm-hmm. So we drop each other off. Like he lived right down the street, and his parents both smoked. And they smoked indoors. <laughs> they smoked Benson and Hedges, which I don't know if you've ever you never smoked cigarettes. Right? Never smoked cigarette in my life. Yeah, uh, Benson and Hedges are like super long menthol, yep. just the worst possible cigarette you could smoke for yourself. Mm. Next to like a Winston or like one of the harder, harder like un- unfiltered my cigarettes. My stepdad used to smoke Winstons. Oh my God. And uh, I just, for whatever reason, because my brother started smoking as well. Mm-hmm. So I think I was like, oh, it's cool. It's something fun that you can rebel and do. It's really cool. So yeah, we used and to, you look cool doing well, it. You do look cool doing it. Yeah. So we used to steal cigarettes from his mom because there was like packs everywhere. We'd just steal them. And we would literally, this is how stupid we were. They would be inside, and we would think we're getting away with this. We'd take a cigarette, light it, and go around the corner in the back of the house and smoke. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, we couldn't have been that stupid because we never got caught. And then I'd go home, and my mom would be like, you smell like smoke. And I'd be like, oh, it was because I was in the house yeah, was with a, my buddy. Yeah. And then I just thought it was, the, it was my cool way to rebel against everything. Mm-hmm. Now, you ask yourself, Nick, the most important question, what were you rebelling against? Boredom. Ah, That's what I was rebelling against. Okay. Because my parents were decent human beings who yeah. raised me nice, like they were good, they were always in my life and present. Uh, and I think there was just a part of myself that was like, I don't have anything to do, I'm super bored, and instead of going out and finding something to do, it's way easier to just abuse a drug. It's like that, that be fun? <clears throat> it's like that classic scene in The Wild Bunch, right, where she's like, uh, what are you rebelling against? And he's like, what do you got? Yeah, yeah, that was me, Yeah, except I wasn't that clever. A really, a really happy, adjusted middle class Childhood and upbringing. That's yeah, what I'm rebelling that's is. That's basically, yeah. uh, I have the comfort and security of parents who will uh, push me and challenge me, but also if I fail, catch me and give me, yes. uh, you know, resources from which I can build myself back up again. Just that's a, what I'm a wealth of opportunity and love and support. Just couldn't have grown up in a better environment that was more conducive towards success, and I squandered that. Yes. And I ate myself into oblivion. <laughs> and that was, that was just the best part of it. Uh, Kev, bring up this last news story. The American way, Nick. It is the fucking American way. Yeah. The American way, by the way, for people who don't know in this country, is you take what you have and you complain about it. So and you blame everyone else for your problems, and that's the American way. I actually was having a conversation with Kevin Smith one day. Uh, this is years and years and years ago, and oh, he cool, was yes. explaining the American way to me. Mm-hmm. And he told me, uh, and this has always stuck with me. He says uh, a lot of people think that the, the American way is just like Americans just lazy, but. What they haven't figured out is Americans are the smartest people on earth because we're not lazy. We just have figured out how to get the most out of the least amount of work, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's what we're, that's the American way. Without like getting like achieving the most with while sacrificing the least. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Without doing what they do in Italy, which is nothing, and then yeah. your life falls apart. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It like you know you have the European countries are like we're just gonna take a siesta for five hours and then all of a sudden they turn around and their economy's gone. Yeah, and, like, oh. uh, but they're still getting laid. So you, so tell you can't me drive on a right. Sunday though. Can't drive on a Sunday. You open a fucking gas station. Steven Spielberg. Next story, Kev. Up. West Side Story remake is holding an open casting call. Listen up, potential sharks and jets. Here's your chance to audition for Steven Spielberg's big West Side Story remake. The film is holding an open casting call in New York City this weekend. More on West Side Story remake casting below. Now, Tim Geddes is rolling over in his grave right now because he hates when I put stupid stories on like this. But I keep telling him, Tim, they're for humor's sake. So I'm going to present a what if to you, the audience, right now. How do we get Kevin to New York this weekend to audition for Steven Spielberg's remake of West Side Story and put a camera on him the entire time. Can he make the flight right now? Just fly me down. It's not even. It's not. What, it's not even noon. Will you go to it? To New York. To be one. To be a shark or a jet. You'd probably have to be a shark. I think. I mean, obviously. 
<laughs> I can't remember which ones the sharks and the jets are, but which is the a bunch of them look like you and a bunch of them don't look like you, so I can't remember which ones they were. I think sharks, right? I think the sharks. Maybe it was the jets. No. What a, what a fun Jets sounds like jets sound white. That does sound white. Sharks yeah. sound like they come from a more South American now, or Central I, I American have no ability coastal to city. Sing, and I'm not a great dancer. But you move majestically. Do you have passion? Yeah. Oh my God, so much of it. Yeah. And I think oh, oh, overabundance of passion. It's in your fiery Latin soul. He's got more <laughs> passion than you know what to do with most of the time. Here's what I'm saying: If you can just go to New York, Kevin, and show Spielberg that your ability to awe people with how balletic you can be sometimes. Sure, sure. I think there could be a role for you in this. Uh, is yeah. it only think, this weekend? I'll be in New York all next week. You can stay in my hotel room. Free place to stay. I'm saying we look into this. I'm down. Because I feel like comedy I gold... I got Steph's wedding on uh, Thursday and Friday. I feel like that's something you should tell Steven Spielberg when you see him. Listen, yeah. I can't come back for a callback next Saturday because I've got my friend's wedding. That I or you could be like, I He'll can't make your wedding that. because I got an audition with Steven Spielberg. I'm sure you understand. Man of no, honor, no, it's though. much funnier if he has to blow off Spielberg for that's, his friend's wedding. I guess wedding. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because let's be perfectly honest... The story we're telling here is the non-traditional one. We don't actually want success. No, we don't. We want people to think we... Ha- we're like, I want to be like Silicon Valley, where every time we get close to success, our stupid id fucks it up for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where I want it to be. Right there. Lates and gents. All right. That's it for news. Let's go into... Uh, let's go into PSI Love is Best Friend XOXO, and then we'll give... Uh, let's, let's put a little tail end of the tape here uh, and give some... That's not what that means. We'll give a little bit more space at the end so you guys can talk to Jeff and ask him some questions. P.S. I love his best friend, XOXO. Joey, is this from today? Great. It's really weirdly formatted, but you know what? I'm going to go into it because I am a professional. Or I'll just do that and that works out. Uh, this is your opportunity to give uh, to give a shout out to our someone in our community you feel is doing a great job. Today, uh, Blue Pancake. I guess a shouting out Ignacio Rojas? Unless you're the same human being, in which case, congratulations, you've shouted out yourself. Quote, I work nights, 10 p.m. to 8 a.m., and I usually, I'm usually sleeping during the morning show slash games daily live stream, so I'm not watching live in the chat as much as I want to be. So, after I send you guys a copy of your name, I figured you'd watch it when you watched it. I didn't want to bother y'all and make you feel obligated to watch something simply because I slept in. So I tipped a few times to make sure you guys had at least received it and went uh, about listening to the shows later while at work, hoping to hear your thoughts eventually. But goddamn if Ignacio Rojas wasn't there in the chat or in tips asking every day if anyone picked up the copy I sent in after you guys said Joey had. He began asking every day if anyone watched it. And when you guys would understandably say Ignacio was the person who sent the movie, he always made sure to say it wasn't him, but someone else who did, which was super cool of him. That was one long sentence I want everyone to know. That person is a natural-born storyteller. Holy crap. That was one long, there's not one period in that whole sentence. It's been my favorite part of every morning show to listen to Ignacio hound y'all, your name, and I hope he keeps it up until all the day, all the guys watch it and love it as much as I do, LOL. Uh, Nick, don't read this next part. Don't have this part on the show. Okay, I'll read that later. Um, I will say this, to, to Blue Pancake, first off, shout out to your name. You got the underscore in there, I appreciate that. Second off, Ignacio Rojas is skating the line with your name of, of, Gently prodding us, but also making me want to take the copy of your name that they sent us and burn it in front of the camera. So I'm just wanting you guys to know that. I would probably have watched it right now if he had done a little less prodding, but I also might not watch it at all had he not prodded us. So it's a fine line. It's difficult. Yeah. It's a fine line between love and hate. That's where it is. But we are nothing if not benevolent hosts here. We are nothing if not giving hosts here. And and how we show our love for you guys in return is that we like to give away a game each and every day here. Kind of funny. What's up, Big Kev? You want a cake? Do we have a cake? Yeah. For Channing Tatum? It is, in fact. Oh, it's Greg's birthday today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miller? Yeah. Channing Tatum yesterday. I feel like they should work that out, though, because it's too close to Channing Tatum's birthday. Can you? Like, is, it, is there time to change it from Channing Tatum to, to Greg on the cake? I don't, nobody knows who brought the cake. I don't know. I'm whispering anymore. Let's no go get. Yeah, let's the do the cake. Out. Let me do the giveaway first, and then we'll do the cake after. We'll do shenanigans up until that point. But I have an ad read, and it's for a very special brand, so you can't interrupt that part. But everything after that, is that about to happen? it's about to happen right now. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, we give away a game each and every day here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. You guys are watching the chat right now. You get entered to win. You don't have to do anything. If you want a second way to win and you want to support this channel as well, twitch.tv slash kindoffunny. No, that's not right. If you have Twitch Prime, you get one free Twitch. Am- 
If you have Amazon Prime, you get one free Twitch Prime subscription. If you want to support the channel, it's very easy to link those. You guys can link those right there. If not, give it to someone in the community that's streaming as well. Andy's streaming. Uh, I gave mine to Teddy Chineris last week, and even though it caused a giant rift in our community, we brought ourselves back together uh, because I accidentally gave it to a uh, one of the people in the Nazi? community. Oh, and then like no, he's super cool. He's right ahead, I think. Um, He's super cool, but I made a big deal out of him not thanking me for it. Because as you know, if I give you something, I expect an overabundance of thankfulness to the point where I can then be annoyed with you that you're thanking me too much. Yes. That's where I like to be. Well, that's like the Scapino that line. Way. That's the Italian way. Yeah. It's the Catholic guilt Italian way, right? I feel bad for giving you something, so you have to make me feel bad in return so it makes me feel better. Yes. You have to piss me off in return so I can hate you so that I never give you something again, but then I'll feel guilty about not giving it to you. It just makes sense. And then my grandma will make pizza and I'll get fatter. Uh, all right, uh, before we get to the giveaway, oh, right, Waste 2 and 3 Patreon, you guys know the whole glockenspiel. Today's giveaway uh, is brought to you by Hims, a wellness brand for men. They're sponsoring the entire episode, and let me tell you, this is a, this is a brand that hits very close and near and dear to my heart. Uh, when I was 25, I noticed I was starting to thin. My hair was starting to go a little bit, and I had a, uh, I had to make a choice. I had to make a choice on whether or not I wanted to do something about that then, or just let nature take its toll on my head. And it turns out I don't like the shape of my head, so I wanted to keep my hair as much as humanly possible. So I did something about it back then. But I had to go to a doctor. I had to do all these things. I had to get all these like prescriptions and stuff. And now Hims is making it way easier for you. Go to forhims.com and they have starter packs. They have a cool trial uh, that we're going to talk about in a little second here. But the process is very, very easy. You fill out kind of where you're at. A medical professional evaluates that. You do a whole medical history. You take pictures of your hair, and they will give you basically a treatment options that they think will suit you. Um, right? You don't look bald at all. Uh, it's because I've been taking a pill for a while, it's and it's working. one of the things. I know it's one of the things that you guys can get uh, at forhims.com. Uh, right now, the listeners get a trial month of Hims for just five dollars. Uh, today, right now, while supplies last, see website for full details. This could cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. Uh, go to forhims.com slash morning show. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash morning show. Forhims.com slash morning show uh, to take advantage of that trial month. I recommend it. Okay, today's winner wins Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash, which I assume I nailed that name. Joey, is that correct? Peach uh, yeah. Beach Splash, yes. Great. On the PC, congratulations to uh, N7 underscore optics from the Twitch chat. You have one, and you are a winner for today. Is there, there's another one on here. Do we need to give it away, or is that, no, from, yesterday? that from yesterday? Okay, cool. Uh, all right, everyone. It's been a fun episode. Uh, we're going to go into the three and three right now, but before we do that, I think we have a special... Okay, we're going to go into the three and three. Cue up your questions, comments, or compliments for Jeff and myself. We'll talk to you guys right now. This is a little something special we like to do just for the uh, people who watch this live. Uh, there are three tiers of people in my life that watch these shows. The people who uh, are cool, the norms who choose to watch this live, uh, the, the chosen few who choose to subscribe to us, you guys are the diamonds in the rough, and then there are the lazy people on YouTube that just go, we're not going to watch it. We'll watch this whenever we get around to it. Eh. Eh. Yeah. I work, oh, hey, governor, I work all day, and now it's British Standard Time or whatever the hell it is, and I get off work, and I get the bangers and mash, and I watch the Miley Cyrus, and then I watch your show. You guys are important, too, but just, you know, it'd be cooler if you watched live. That's all I'm saying. Jeff, can the Utah Jazz finish off the Thunder so the Lakers can sign Paul George? Says Lakers head 2432. I thought we weren't going to talk about sports. We're not. I just wanted to read that. Just I so hope he knows. not. He knows. But that's Prob- it. Probably, that's sports. but I hope not. Uh, Jeff, tell Nick to watch Altered Carbon. Hey, you should maybe watch Altered Carbon. It's okay. No. Are you watching it? I watched it. And it's okay? It was okay. I'm not, I don't have time for it. Some nudity. That part okay. was good. Well, that's fun. I can Google that. Uh, but you can, yeah, you can watch it in a lot less than 10 episodes. Okay. The nudity. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was okay. It was just okay. It's one of those things it's that a, I It's see... a tough, we're in a tough place where okay is not, doesn't cut the It monster, doesn't cut it you anymore. Know? It was... I, I started, I shit you not, not one, not two, but three things on Netflix the other night. Okay. On date night. I was hanging out with my wife, as one does. Yes. And uh, I was like, let's watch a movie. I've got a bunch of stuff queued up. I queue up like 30 things on my Netflix queue up. Sure. Let's just, we got to do this thing where we, let's just... Start calling it down. Let's just start one, and if we don't like it within the first five minutes, we cut it out. It's gone. It's gone for our life forever. All right. And we started three movies, and the first two were just like, nope, nope. What were they? Uh, one was Kodachrome. Don't know it. Uh, Kodachrome. Ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday to Greg Miller. Yay! 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 Thank you, everybody. Thanks for throwing me off the show on my birthday. You're welcome. Really good. I thought Thanks it'd make a good headline. It for me. I wasn't, I wasn't aware that I did that. Don't open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
I thought I'd make a great headline at Greg Miller's birthday with Jeff Ramsey. Yeah. I uh, thought maybe I could help we'll you get some tips, picture. do some stuff. And like, nah, no, it doesn't screwed. matter. We forgot to read tips today, so <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Ladies and gentlemen, happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Greg. Happy birthday to you. Me. Happy birthday, dear Channing Tatum. Happy birthday to you. At first, we uh, we. <laughs> I'd like to issue an apology to you yeah. today because uh, we started the show by by wishing a very special happy birthday to the most important people in our life, uh, Channing Tatum. It was his birthday yesterday, oh, sure. so I totally forgot. Sure. It was your birthday today. I'm sorry about that. Don't worry. If I'd have known that, I probably would still have uh, invited Jeff to be on the show. Sure. Well, he's a big show with him. I also invited myself, kind of. This is going to be one of those times where you put him really small on the thumbnail and don't mention him in the headline, though? Yeah, probably. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll pick whatever the The stupidest story was. The more things change. Uh, What do the eight candles signify? It's a three and a five. Yeah! That was Kevin. Good job, Kevin. That's smart. Good job, Kevin. That's so fantastic. Remember, all I'm asking for, I put this up on Twitter, all I'm asking for for my birthday is $1. Dollar. Go to patreon.com slash patreon.com slash games. Give us $1. If you already give us a dollar, give us a dollar more. We don't uh, fundraise well. Make it <laughs> yeah, we, sure we, we let it become part of the rigmarole, and, you know, we every day I get to live my it. dream here, so I'd like you to help me keep doing it. So, yep. please. Love you guys. Thank you. Let that poor man live his dream. God, I'm so bad about tips. I don't know. I'm he's like the a, worst person you could possibly do this show. He's an interesting one, that Greg Miller. Greg Miller? Yeah, I never ever hear from him. Really? And then, like, here's how I hear from Greg. And mm-hmm. I, I mentioned this because it happened like a week ago. Sure. I'll just get a text at four in the morning that, from Greg. It'll just say Greg Miller. And I already know what it said. And I'll look at him. And sure enough, it'll just say, I really like you. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. He's drunk. And I respond, I like you too. And yeah. then I don't hear from him again for like a month. Mm-hmm. And then I get a drunken text that just says, hey, you're, are, you, are you okay? I'm yeah. Like, okay. Thank that you. is, uh, you just described my exact relationship with Greg, yeah. and I work next to him every day. <laughs> he is still, after, I want to say, roughly 10 years of friendship, mm-hmm. an enigma to me. Yeah. An enigma. Sometimes I feel like I've gotten through to him, and then sometimes I feel like he's just a robot, <laughs> and he'll never understand human love, <laughs> you know? But you people understand love because you get us some very, very nice tips. Uh, today, our first tip comes from Zach Adams. He gave us a very nice tip and said, I can't watch the stream live today, but I want to wish our boy Flap Jerk the happiest of birthdays today. Thank you so much for your positivity and inclusiveness. Love you, dude. Uh, Panzer D2 says, always happy to see Jeff on the show. Jeff, thanks for keeping uh, Suptic humble. Nick, never, <laughs> ever leave us ever again, uh, ever. I always say his last name wrong. Did I say it right? Suptic? No, that's yeah. good. Okay. It's good. I always say Septic. Hey, and did you have a good like, time at the spring break? I did. I feel like I barely got to see you. Uh, it was, you guys packed that show. Yeah, it was pretty. And I feel like everyone was super busy, and I think that the, uh, the problem was there was sand, and I just wanted to stick my feet in the sand. I hear you. And then you, and then Jack and Kevin started building Legos, and I was like, this is the most relaxing thing I've ever done. Well, that was the thing, right, is that it's something for everybody. Yep. I wanted everybody to enjoy that day to the best of their ability mm-hmm. in, in the way that they chose to do so. Yeah. Well, the only thing I would say is my only criticism is that I would like uh, everyone at some point to, to leave, and then just have one hour of me talking straight to the camera. <laughs> just give me one hour with your audience. Yeah, okay. Let me see, let me see what I can do with that. I, 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 can, I can guarantee you that hour <laughs> at some point in the future. I just got super scared, and I'm going to pull away from that joke very, very fast. <laughs> uh, Coffee in Rapture gave us a thousand cheers. He said, wanted to say happy birthday to Greg Miller. I share a birthday with that beautiful man. Stay sexy. Um, happy birthday to you. There you go. Oh, that's right. That, that, that that's checks how that works. out. Yeah. Uh, me... Says, uh, tell Kevin that I'm buying his roller coaster Lego set if he agrees to stream himself building the entire thing. There you go, Kev. You want to commit to uh, a roller coaster Lego set stream? Yeah, How about here? If any, How about if you, you build? Know. Here's what we'll do. You're going to build the Legos, and once per hour, I get to come in and, like Godzilla, just stomp through the Legos, and then you have to rebuild right, it like they have to, re- to the Japanese have to rebuild their society every time Godzilla attacks. I had to deal with my sister doing that growing up. And I'll handle you the same way I handled her. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean? I beat her ass one time. Okay. So you hit girls? Yeah, he well, beat her I mean, ass. she was like six years older than me, and like twice my height, and she would beat me all the time. So. Okay. The fun yeah. thing is, though, Kevin, exception. as retribution, still beats her to this day. He just goes over to house every once in a while, blaze that ass whooping on her. No. She fights. Remember back, Legos? So. Yeah. Bah, right in your fucking face, sister. Uh, Lesbian Jedi gave us six hundred cheers. Says love when you're on the show, Jeff. You rock, dude. And Nick. 
You are the wind beneath my crotch, always my friend. I appreciate that. I like to be the gusto that keeps the balls yeah. dry. Yeah, there you go. You know? You're like the uh, gold bond powder. I am the gold bond in powder of internet uh, yeah. influencers. Yeah, there you go. That's what I like to be. J- uh, guys in a bean gave us tips to finally able to catch the show live. Thanks, everyone, at Kind of Funny for getting me through my work week. Jeff, your shirt designs are awesome. I can't wait to see what else you come up with. Thank you. Baller. I like that. Uh, unsexiest Comedian says, greetings, Nick and Jeff. Oh, wow. Hi, Jeff. Nick. John Carpenter's films *The Thing* and *In the Mouth of Madness* are based on H.P. Lovecraft novels, particularly at the at the Mountains of Madness. Love you, thank you. Thank you, smart person. Uh, from Saskatchewan, has given us a tip. Says Saskfac number one. Oh, I love that. That's a thing. Many people in Saskatchewan refer to hoodies as bunny hugs. Seriously, this includes grown ass men. The term is used almost exclusively in Saskatchewan. The rest of Canada thinks it's weird as fuck. Bunny hugs. I'm going to start calling them that. It's a bunny hug. Uh, It's, uh, well, you know, Canada's weird, and Saskatchewan's a particularly weird part of Canada. Have you ever been to Saskatchewan? No, but I know someone from Regina, which I think is in Saskatchewan. (laughs) Okay. The Regina song is so good, I forgot it existed. Do you remember that? I do, and I wish you'd pull it up right now so we could watch it one more time. If you can find it by the time I'm done with tips, we'll watch it one more time. Uh, I love MILF maids in stockings. Gave us tips. If Kevin agrees to stream the Lego building, just a heads up that that set doesn't release until June 1st, so it won't get there until sometime in June. Thank you for clarifying that. We were totally worried. Any set you you send me, you send I'll Kevin a set, he'll build it. And I'll stream it while Cool Greg plays video games. There you go. You'll see both screams. That's great. The platypus gave us our final cheer for now and said, paying uh, off Greg's birthday tax. Happy birthday, best friends. There you go. All right, back to the three and three. Sorry. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, give it to me. Give it to me. Oh, this is real. Yeah. This is a real Regina tourist video, tourism video. Regina. <laughs> Experience Regina. Still pictures, no movement. Don't need them. Who the fuck is that guy? It seems like there's just so much going on in Regina. I didn't, I'll be honest with you, I had not heard that Regina was a place that existed until just now. Now, obviously, uh, Kev, let's go ahead and uh, maybe start to fade this slowly out of my life. You guys should do a best friends meetup in Regina. I think there's probably a couple. Told you. Uh, Regina, that's... Catchy, right? Yeah, it's pretty catchy. The thing about Regina that I appreciate so much is that obviously it's really easy to make fun of Canadians. <laughs> it is pretty uh, easy. They don't make it easy. I mean, they don't make it hard. No, right? they don't. They give us everything we need to just you harp on smile them smile on their faces. But the, 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 the crowning achievement of that is that they named the city Regina. Yeah. Now, I have to imagine Regina, an older city, probably hundreds of years old at this point, right? <laughs> one would assume. No one would have known that when you name a city Regina that there'd be another country just south of the border that was going to be infatuated with the word vagina and would make fun of you consistently from it. Hard to future-proof that, I guess. Really? Yeah. Just who could have thought? Who could have <laughs> thought, let's maybe not name our city uh, with something that rhymes with Nick's favorite part of the female because body. Because there are a lot of 14-year-old boys and a lot of 38-year-old men that... Think like 14-year-old boys that are going to have a field day. Listen, if you want to grow up, do that on your own time. That's what I'm saying. Don't do it on my time, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's go into sub-only mode. No, we didn't take any comments. Let's talk about this first. Uh, What channel is Jeff from, says Adam Neely. He is from Achievement Hunter, which is a very, 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 very big channel. Vastly bigger than us. Or Rooster Teeth or whatever. RT. What do you, what do you, when people say, what are you from, do you go Rooster Teeth? Rooster Teeth. Okay. So RT. Okay. Yeah. Because you, you're on a lot of their stuff, too. Uh-huh. They filter you in whenever you, well, you grace them through presents. Yeah. My favorite thing is when I go to visit you, this is always the number one thing people say. I'm like, who's on? I'll be like, on, I'm on a podcast, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. like, who's on this podcast? They're like, yada, 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 person, 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 and maybe Jeff. <laughs> and maybe Jeff. And I'm like, why do you say maybe Jeff? Uh, sometimes Jeff just says he doesn't want to do stuff. I like to keep, keep him guessing. Yeah, why not? He's a busy man. I'd, I'd love to do that here, but there's only like five of us. Yeah. So if I wasn't on something, it probably wouldn't happen. We'd never make content. Yeah, I can see how that would be a, a setback. But one day, life, it's, life goals. It's fun to be mysterious. And it then people just assume you have a lot going on. Yeah, I always think you're just living the cool life. Yeah, like, yeah. You're, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll try. I'll try to be on that podcast. And they're like, oh, you must have some very important business. And I'm just sitting in my car listening to that. She's says. just in, in your car. Yeah. I remember uh, one of my first uh, instances of, like, hanging around you mm-hmm. was uh, at E3 
I think you were at an E3, or it was something in LA. I want to say it was E3. You guys came down for a little bit. And then Lou, I was like, hey, what's Jeff up to? And Lou was like, oh, no, he's not hanging out tonight. He went to, like, a Celtics game. <laughs> like, you just, like, went to a, a random basketball game. And yeah. I'm, like, knee-deep in E3 parties. And I'm like, man, baller move. You don't need a network. No. Just go to a fucking basketball game. Yeah. That's way better. Or I think at one point, I was like, what's, he, what's Jeff doing? And I think... The answer was he just went like back to his hotel to watch sports. They uh, so I was here for this. And I was that, like, you could do that. That thing <laughs> that's yesterday. A, that's an option. Yeah. <laughs> that that panel yesterday, and there are all these like lovely people from full screen and executive like grownups mm-hmm. that we you know work with that are not like I, I say grownups because they they wear suits and they're not like assholes like us. Right. They don't and, get to say uh, the word dick and regina <laughs> on camera. And have yeah, but they they They'd love get fired. Right. But they love to have dinner with the dudes that do get to do it or the yeah. ladies that do get like to do to it. like touch madness. And so you get invited to a lot of fun, fancy dinners. Um, and like last night, they were like, I got, they were like, are you going to come to the, the big dinner? And I was like, oh, I really, really, I would like to. Yeah. I got a lot of scripts to read, mm-hmm. which has become my new, uh, that's my new code for uh, there's a game on. Yeah. And I really just want to eat uh, Chipotle in bed yeah. and go mm-hmm. to sleep at 9 p.m. There's nothing which is what I did last that. night. There's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, it was awesome. You at least make an excuse. Sometimes people go, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I just look at them and go, nothing. Well. That's it. Nothing. <laughs> and that's the end. That's and they the go, do you want to go? And I'm like, no. No, I said I, I said nothing. To. Yeah. With, with intent. Literally nothing. Yeah. Like, i.e., whatever you want me to do constitutes as something, and I don't want to do that. Not only do I feel so guilty about that, I actually then had to read a script just to justify that I wasn't lying to myself. Not that anybody in the world you're would still, ever know. You're still a decent human being. And I do have a lot of scripts. So I was like, oh, I wasn't going to do this, but I'll just like. Okay, I told the truth. Yeah, Back to the game. Done. You yeah. read the title of it. You're like, bye, who cares? Yeah, cool. sort of. Uh, I will say this. One of the pleasures of growing older, of, of getting older as a 38-year-old man, is that there's somewhere along my mid-30s, uh, a switch flipped in me where I started really liking to tell people no. Before, I was like, I can't say no to people. I have to. I want everyone to love me, and I want to please everyone. And to a extent, I still feel that. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll still, I can't break rules. I don't even want to piss off the person at the gate at Southwest by, by being out of order in the yeah, numbers, right? sure. But on a certain level, rules are there for a reason. They are there for a reason. Uh, for Kevin to break and me to follow and be like, I don't know why he did that, but then I just capitalize off of it. I'm a fucking snitch. I can't deal with the pressure. If you're going to break the law around me, don't tell me. Because yeah. I will tell the cops. I will fucking rat you out. Otherwise, he's an accomplice. He doesn't have a choice. But I love when people go, like, I, I do so many fun things at night, and I'm really uh, protective of my time. So when sure. someone says, hey, I want you to come do this thing, I have this weird reaction. My first thing is like, absolutely not. And I, I always think after I've said it that what a dick way to handle that situation. <laughs> but it also is the only way to really ensure that person knows that under no circumstances am I coming up to whatever the thing is you yeah. want me to do. It's, it's like, just not gonna happen. Just pull off the band-aid. Absolutely not. It's 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 more humane than what I do, which is like, maybe yeah. If I, I just can't say no to your face right now, yeah. but I'll, tr- I'm going to try to want to give it care. That, and then they're like sitting around going like, is he going to show? I don't know. And you're like, oh, j- sorry. Scripts. Almost. Uh, I got a headache and a thing. <laughs> I got scripts. Like it's at least with you, they know. Yeah. They're not sitting around that for an hour going like, I don't know. Should we save him a seat? Or like he might come. Well, then yeah. what if he doesn't, you know. And then yeah. he does this thing where he, for like six months, he invites you every other week to like, hey, you want to go see my stand up? It's like, well, you didn't come to our thing. You know? So it's. No, but for me, stand-up, though, like, I knew I knew going in there would be a solid maybe four stand-up engagements that I could get all my friends out to. But then at a certain I've point... I've gone to several of them. You have, that. but you like to drink. Uh, at a certain point, you just get to a point where you know that you're like, hey, everyone, I'm going to... And then people are like, no, I don't want to fucking watch yeah, you can. I can't sit through another two hours of shitty comedy just to see you do shittier comedy. So <laughs> that's just what's going to happen. Uh, someone said, I can't wait for Jeff to find another cake crumb on the table. I, there's one right here. Yeah, I'm did you watching. get it? Yeah, I got this okay. one right here. You got, uh, there's one thing I learned about you. You do have that sweet tooth. I do. That cake, by oh, the way. That's my post Have you ever had Susie cake? Mm-mm, but I'm going to have some. You're about... Yeah. The Susie cake confetti cake that you're eating right now, uh-huh. morsel by morsel, is one of my favorite <laughs> fucking things on this okay. planet. It is it, it's cl- really close Susie? to my... Uh, Susie cakes. Susie cakes. Yeah. There's like... You know how there's like Kara cupcakes? All, there's always like a... Uh, there's always a cupcake thing that's supposed to be the new thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is a new thing. I, this one... <clears throat> I, when I went through all of them, I was like, "These the Susie Cakes in San Francisco is probably the best cupcake slash cake I've ever had in my life. Fuck, dude. But it is, they're, you know, they're going to cut a slice off. You're going to get halfway through it, and your brain's going to go, I should finish this. And your mouth's going to go, don't finish this. <laughs> my fucking teeth, like your gums start hurting because it's so much sugar. 
I, I, push through that point. I'm up to the challenge. Push through that. Or do Definitely. what I do. Put it aside for a little bit. Take a break. Nothing. No shame in taking a break. <laughs> no shame in taking a break. Let's go on pace to myself. You gotta pace yourself. We got some meat coming too. I think Genevieve's gonna cook for can us. Can I can I tell you a secret? Yeah. It's not even a secret. Just tell you a story. About uh, earlier today, I sat down to do this show with you, mm-hmm. and uh, at some point I coughed, and I just coughed into my hand. Yeah. And then I looked at my hand, and I had like a giant thing of phlegm in my hand. I don't know where it came uh, from, okay. which I totally covered. And then I've just been holding my left hand under the table with a, a, a handful of phlegm the entire we episode. We can give you a paper towel. I'm losing cool, my goddamn mind. Can we get a paper towel? <laughs> I, I cannot believe you held on for an hour and eight yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's been... There's something there. Oh, I'm, yeah, hold I'm, on. I'm dying. We've got a paper and towel. And I thought like, uh, I'll just... Uh, I'll tell them this later, it'll be funny. But then I thought, oh, why would I not tell them Why not? On That's camera? the only kind of content that we make There's here. no point in waiting. I appreciate that. Yeah. Every so once in a while, I'll like... Uh, so I've had a lovely time, but for the last hour, like 15% of my brain power has been spent on my left hand totally going get like, it. don't drop that. Don't Generally, drop that. about 85% of my brain power when I do this show is spent other places. I don't know where I go. There it is. Done. You got both hands back. Phil, I'm me again. There it is. Let's start over. Uh, uh, somebody asked me in the chat if I was going to do a stand-up set at prom. I think we are planning to do a little bit of comedy at prom. Uh, we haven't solidified the full programming lineup yet, but I'd love to perform for you guys there. Oh, dude, that's going to be, be really cool. I think it's going to be fun. Are you going what, what, what to... Do you know what you're going to wear? Not yet, but I was walking in the mission the other day. Mm-hmm. And for like a hundred bucks, I found a full all blue crushed velvet, like navy blue crushed velvet tux that, that I'm sounds, thinking about doing it. But awesome. then I also think it might be warm. So I think I might go, I might either go full on tuxedo or 80s tux, which is like shitty big blazer with the big shoulder mm-hmm, pads mm-hmm. and then like jeans and like Z, like Z Cavaricis, you know? <laughs> Z Cavaricis. If I can find those. Wow, yeah, yeah. I might do that. Some fucking cool British knights. Yeah, oh yeah, some yeah, BKs. Yeah. Be great. Uh... No, I don't care about that. We want sports, says Lakers head. No, you don't. No, you, no, don't. you don't. I'll say your name's Lakers head. Your life is misery. Yeah, it's terrible. You didn't used to be, probably, but I imagine it's pretty bad now. Seriously, uh, go with Prince, lol. No, no, no. You guys got to ask questions or we're ending the show. That's how it's going to go. That's how we do it. Here. It's up with them, Nick. There, I've, I've, there's been a, an upsell on the cake in the other room. We're going cake. That's the way it's going to go. It is 1210, everyone. Thank okay, you so much. For uh, for being here with us all week, it's been a great week of content. Jeff, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks again. for having. Thanks for letting me drop by. Almost unannounced today. It's fantastic. You, it's a perfect day for it too because it, it solves three problems of mine. One, uh, I love doing the show with, with you. It's great content. Two, we're gonna barbecue and it's fun to have good company. Sure, there. yeah. And three, I, we somehow managed to really annoy Greg, <laughs> and that's fantastic for me. That's excellent. That's great. I think he was actually like legitimately like, are they not gonna sing me Happy Birthday? And if we if Kevin hadn't, we we wouldn't. We just totally would have forgotten about his birthday. It's like the movie Sixteen Candles. He is our Molly Ringwald. I'll have to be extra nice to him for the rest of the day. Nah, don't worry about that. Everyone, I love you very much. We're gonna go barbecue, but before we do that, uh, Greg, I believe, will be back with a mystery host for Kind of Funny Games. By mystery host, I mean I just don't know who's hosting with him. For Kind of Funny Games Daily. (laughs) Stay tuned for that. I'll see you all uh, on Monday when Jeff returns. Bye. Cut the feed.